0: All right ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another special edition of the Freedom Ring. I'm Max Ludo. This is my beautiful bride, uh Teresa. Hello. And uh mm-hmm. it's November the 16th, and our uh, our guest today is Ted Nugent's right-hand man and co-host of the Nightly Nudes podcast. And also, I would probably say more importantly, founder of hunternation.org and huntthevote.org, which has a uh, we got so much to talk about. Um, unfortunately we're limited to only about 30 minutes today, but, um, the, uh, the creation of those websites and those platforms, by the way, Keith Mark, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, man. <laughs> I should probably Excuse introduce me. you first. Hey, yeah. listen, thanks for having me, you know, Not uh, a problem. you guys do such a great job there. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Uh, this, uh, this website or both
0: the websites kind of have, has a, uh, unique story behind it as well. I know it involves, uh, our real president. Uh, Donald Trump, who you uh, met in 2016. I'll just turn it over right there because this is actually kind of a shocker.
1: Yeah. Well, think about this, guys. Um, Back in 2016, I was still doing a television show uh, with my co-host was WWE wrestler Shawn Michaels. Mm -hmm. So we were traveling all over the country, probably spending 200, 220 days around campfires with hunters all over the country. And one thing for sure about the hunting uh, families of America, they're very up to date <clears throat> with the current events going on in the country. Uh They're very passionate about what's right and wrong. Uh, they really all stand for the traditional values of God, family, country, law and order, the Constitution, you know, all those controversial things now. Mm-hmm. And I just knew that all those people were voting those exact same values because of course I was. Well, when I first met then candidate late, later, uh, obviously president Trump, he said to me, said, uh, Keith, you understand why politicians don't come to events like this? We were at the shot show in Las Vegas trade show. Mm -hmm. And I said, no. And he said, because hunters don't vote with any regularity and blew me away. Well, I thought he was just, you know, wrong. You know, but when we got the data, uh, guys, he was so right. Depending on the state that you look at, between 40 and 50 percent of licensed hunters don't vote. And what's worse, a third of those didn't even have a tag to vote, meaning they weren't registered. And so I just pretty much at that moment made it my life's mission to get hunters to actually participate in this awesome experiment in self-government that we have by voting. And so, you know, in 2016, obviously there was no hunter nation at that time. And I um, did a video for the Trump campaign called, the, called Heartland for Trump. Benghazi hero Mark Geis hosted it for me. Mm-hmm. Nugent was in it. Uh, uh, Mike Waddell was in it. Uh, Don Jr. was in it. Eventually, the president actually was in the video. And it was it, it had a lot of playtime, airtime in a lot of those uh, swing states. And, you know, hopefully it made some sort of a meaningful difference in 2016, because, you know, obviously we like the outcome. Then I got to thinking, regardless of whether it's Donald Trump on the ballot or whether it's uh, Frank Smith running for dog catcher in Wheat Creek, Kansas, um It's important that good people go out and vote their values. And so we started these not-for-profits, the 501c3 and the 501c4, hunternation.org and huntthevote.org. And through the not-for-profits, we do not ever endorse any candidate or any political party. All we want to do is get hunters to go out and vote their core values of God, family, country, and all those things. What we know, Matt and Teresa, is that it's pretty simple when you kind of look at the political landscape right now, what side of the aisle of those hunters who believe in God, family, country, the Constitution, law and order, Bill of Rights. You can pretty much guess where they're going to vote. We don't have to tell them. And so we had uh, an enormous amount of success in 2020, uh, getting uh, more hunters than ever to the polls. We're talking about hunters that had never voted or what we call low propensity voters, which is hunters that haven't voted in the last two or three election cycles. And you can go to HunterNation.org and HuntTheVote.org. We have all the stats on there. Um, And then we, we basically amplified those efforts in 2022 in these midterms. We're getting some preliminary data in in three states that we've already pulled the data from. We know we reached out and touched nearly a half a million hunters that hadn't voted before, were low propensity voters. Who you. We believe that out of those numbers – Wisconsin, we're going to end up putting another twenty to 30,000 new votes on the board. Pennsylvania, maybe 60. Georgia, similar to the Wisconsin numbers. We'll eventually get all the hard data when the states certify their elections, if they certify their elections. Can um, I ask you a question? Sure.
2: What was the number one reason that people expressed to you why they didn't go out vote? What What could that possibly be?
1: Well, we we did a lot of research to try to crack that nut tree. So it's a fantastic question. It's one we asked really from day one. Um, I think the real answer is apathy, although they don't answer that way because nobody likes to say I've got so fat and happy and satisfied with my life that I don't feel like I need to go participate. So they don't mark that on the box. But I do believe apathy is the number one. But the real reason that we found out that hunters checked the box to say why they didn't vote is because hunters are pretty independent, self-reliant people. And they're the folks that, hey, they'll sweep their own back porch, but they're not really concerned with you coming to sweep theirs or them to go sweep theirs. And so the same people that'll set 12, 14 feet up in a tree all day long by themselves or stand out in a duck marsh or a a, a pheasant field, um, they just didn't feel the need to vote. It makes sense,
0: but it doesn't. It doesn't help the cause, unfortunately.
1: No, it doesn't. And I'll tell you, 2020 actually put up brand new roadblocks for us, because after the 2020 election, in our post-election surveys, hunters, and really, I think this is uh, uh, true throughout the demographics in the country, they felt the election wasn't fair. Right, they felt right. it was rigged. They didn't feel like their vote actually counted. And so between 2020 and the midterms of 2022, that was another obstacle that we are having to overcome to get this really not interested in participating demographic to the polls. So it's it's a challenge, but y- you know, I know there's a lot of people that are looking at these 2022 midterms and, and they're disappointed. And they're going, oh, it didn't turn out the way some people want it. Well, what I can tell you is that when I'm looking at my dad, I saw a great ray of light in my world because we're now starting to see these hunters, these conservative God, family, country, traditional American values supporting hunters going to the polls in numbers that, that they've never done in the past.
0: That's awesome.
1: If we can figure out how to tackle this mail in and this basic ballot harvesting equation in some of these states where it's legal and then really push this demographic. I don't need to move the bulk of these hunters to change the outcome. All you have to do is sit and look at the bulk of the close elections and all of these. They call them swing states. I call them hunting states because of the, the large hunting population. There's zero doubt if I can just nudge a little bit more of the margin of hunters that aren't participating, we would win or flip those uh, elections to favor candidates that support our values.
0: Now, I don't want to be, uh, I, I just want to address the elephant in the room. I'm going to encourage everybody, and we're going to continue voting as we have ever since we're legally uh, able to do so. But we know the scan is on. Mm. We know the deep state is involved. That's, that's why the runoffs. You know, I would, I would uh, you would probably agree that when, you know, growing up and throughout the years as you're voting, I don't remember my parents having to wait three weeks, four no. weeks to find out who the winner was. We knew at breakfast that next morning. Right. You had a pretty good idea as you went to bed that night. But the next morning, you pretty much knew on your way to school who the new governor was right. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still going to encourage everyone to continue to vote. Would, I mean, obviously, it's our right. It's our it's our duty. But with these scams and these thieves and these criminals that are involved.
1: Is it going to change? Yeah. When does this change? Yeah. You you ask a great question. It's one that I think all of us. Um, and now I'm talking Keith Mark personally now, not uh, as the founder of the not for profits, but. Just myself personally, I went to bed election night, 2020, and Donald Trump's up a half a million votes in Pennsylvania and Michigan. And he's, he's, he's dominating Georgia and Arizona and all these states. And, you know, I, I was very satisfied that, uh, President right. Trump had been reelected and then they halt counting. So I thought, well, I'm not going to stay up for him to finish all this. And, you know, what could possibly change? And then in the dead of night, in the darkness of secrecy. Um, some way, somehow, all of these states that stopped counting, miraculously, the the, the total changed. Let's just t- take a look at what happened in Nevada this year. They halted counting. Again, This the state of Nevada is so much smaller and less votes than the state of Florida, who just went through a hurricane, was in the process of preparing for another one. And they were able to count all their votes election, right? right. right. But Nevada, they had to halt counting so they could do what? Oh, well, that's okay. Uh, there's no hanky-panky going to go on, of course, because we have a camera in the counting room. And then they tell us the next morning that the camera feed went out, and in the darkness of night, it went from Adam Luxaw winning, the Republican winning the Senate in Nevada, to now he's upside down, and then the race gets called. Sounds we legit. know down Arizona, you know, the people start showing up in Maricopa County, and the machines aren't working. Well, we all know that day of voting tends to favor one party, the Republicans. Right, And so to have the machines not working, they said, oh, they're just warming up. Well, you had two years, years to warm them up. And Maricopa County was under a microscope after what happened down there in 2020. Right. Yet these people, Matt and Teresa, they're so audacious that right before our very eyes, they did it again.
0: They don't care. And-
1: So here's your options. You just throw the towel in and you say there's no fair elections in the country and I'm just going to accept it. Or you do what we're doing here at Hunter Nation. You roll your sleeves up and you make sure you get a turnout so great that they can't cheat you. And then if they're going to if our elections are no longer going to be politicians going door to door trying to win a vote to earn your vote like they all say to what in some of these you know unfettered mail-in uh, ballot states where it's a matter of a machine harvesting ballots that they cast these ballots so it's not someone earning votes it's someone gathering ballots if this is going to be a legal mechanism in elections in those states well, some organization or organizations that believe in traditional values needs to be collecting those same ballots for the good side of the equation. And I'm not talking parties. I'm talking about right. candidates that support God, family, country, and the sanctity of life. Mm-hmm. And 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 the the concept of having a border. I mean, so I think it's pretty simple that we need to have bigger turnouts. Start with that. And then number two, whatever's legal in those states, we must learn to master that process as the other side has done as well.
0: It's uh, literally the date rape of our nation. And it's it's you you had brought up uh, uh, Arizona. Patriots in Arizona are calling for a new legitimate midterm election on December the 6th. Do you think that'll pan out? Uh, I think it's a legitimate request.
1: Well, listen, here's the thing. I find it very interesting. I I was looking at video feeds and still pictures of the counting rooms, and I just want to know on what planet the person that is running for governor in the midst of this chaos, turmoil, extended counting time period, machines not working, and I'm talking about uh, Katie Hobbs. Right. She's in the room Counting those ballots, rearranging boxes of votes in an election that she actually is going to have to certify all of this apparent corruption. And I don't know if it's corruption, but you know, I mean, what did your parents used to tell you? If it walked like a duck and it quacked like a duck, it's most likely a duck. So I don't know if corruption's gone on down there, but the perception of it has. And to me, the perception of corruption. In what should be so pure, which is our voting, there's corruption. Did you say that she's caught on video? She there's pictures of her. She's literally she's the secretary of state down there right now. Null and void. Then it's got to be null and void. How can it not be right? Unbelievable. But here's, the, here's the here's this is the, the th-
0: first time I'm hearing of
1: this. Well, listen here here look there's plenty of pictures online of her actually in the ballots in with the ballots. But but let me say this to you. Let's go back to the um, seventeen. Sixties, okay. Okay. King George says uh, we're gonna put a tax on tea. We're gonna take your guns. We're gonna do this. Well, our forefathers had two options. Just say, okay, right. (laughs) Pay the tax, right. Give me your gun. Yep. And as Ted likes to say, bend over, Rover. Yeah, exactly. Or you know what you do. You go out into the Boston Harbor and you throw a bunch of tea into the ocean, cost them millions right, right. of dollars. And then you go to the Concord Bridge and you load up and you drop a bunch of those red coats and you say, I've had enough. And, and, and that, what, really, that's why where our we, experiment in
0: self-government started. Why have we right. become so lazy? Why have we become so complacent? Why is this generation willing to just accept it? Is it because of the, yeah. the, of the fruits? of this country have been enjoyed so much that we've just become lazy as a society. I'm not talking about individuals as a society. We've become so freaking lazy that we can't fathom all this stuff that we're reading in actual history books, the ones they don't teach in school. um, We can't even imagine that this is happening in our time right now.
1: Listen, that is definitely part of it. But I think what you've seen since the 1940s, With our educational system, we have created this. It's been an organized dumbing down, an orchestrated dumbing down of America. Um, You know, our our current educational system um, perverts history. Start with that. We've got kids graduating right now that can't read, write. They're not proficient with any of the core uh but but I'll tell you what, they sure know about uh, critical race theory. And they sure know they sure know about uh um LGBT, ABC L M N O P issues. Right. They know about all this other stuff. But they can't b- balance a checkbook. Right. Yeah. Our
2: son is a sophomore in college and going through the you have to have the I'm not gonna say what school he attends, but it they there's this You have to you have to courses you have to take. And it's a liberal arts pretty much classes. And he's he's looking at me like, I don't want to take these classes. I'm not interested in learning. I don't I don't agree with what the diversity issues that they're talking about.
0: Both our kids are on our side. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. um, So trying to explain to him, you know what, there's other courses you can take that fall in that category that might benefit you to, to understand differences in cultures. Let's go more towards that versus the other avenue that some of these courses go down, and right. from day one you know we we've we we've realized and seen that you know though you and you'll agree I'm sure is the point is to get the parents out of the home away from the kids to where yep. they're dependent on the schools and and that is something that we've just never allowed and you know, if you if you do, you're you're called a helicopter parent. Like I will be that helicopter parent. I'm going to know exactly what is going on in the schools and in the homework and and in the classes with the colleges because they're like, well, we try to have them do this on their own. Like, yeah,
0: why don't you well, butt the hell out? Me raise right? my and kid it's, the way we raise it's my kids. money
2: paying for that college. I will have, and I we've already warned him before. Don't ever use the word "I need a safe space in this house" because if you yeah. do, you're out the door, and so is your college career.
1: You know what, Teresa, you've just put yourself on Merrick Garland's domestic terrorist list. How dare, how dare you uh, question what our educational system is going to teach your kids. It's like, uh, think about this, right? College, especially should be a place where free thinking and Mm -hmm. diverse ideas are shared, but across all the college campuses in America, Eighty-seven percent. I saw a stat. Eighty-seven percent of the kids vote in college voted uh, Democrat.
2: Yes, I so see. If understand Eighty-seven
1: percent of any demographic is voting one way. They're brainwashing them. Yep. And, yep. and it's just that plain and simple. I saw another stat that said um, if you homeschool, it's ninety-nine point nine percent more likely your kids will know what bathroom they should go into. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you could probably, that's right. You could probably take that same uh, college,
0: uh, what did you say, 85%? 87. percent I, I, I would say you could probably apply that to high school as well. Probably so. Oh, gosh, yes. Or, or pretty close. Close. Yeah. I'll and you. what? And that's
1: really a shame, right? Um, I saw more than, I don't remember what this exact number was. It was certainly way more than 50% of uh, kids in the educational system, from college on down, believed socialism was preferable to capitalism. And you no, know, my and
2: daughter this, came home. And one day.
1: that happens when you remove the parents. Yeah. Starting yeah. with dad,
0: you break up the family unit. Now everyone's relying upon that liberal system that becomes the parent at school, the teacher, the, the whole administration, and that's the end result. And does it work? Yeah. Has it ever worked?
1: Well, wait to me on what where that's worked. Equation. If you're a Marxist, if you're a socialist, it's working perfectly because w- when we founded Hunter Nation, uh, we started with these principles, God, family, country, and then four deep on the depth chart came hunting, right? And people are saying, well, you're a hunting organization. I am. We are, but it's these traditional values, God, family, country. So when you start talking about the educational system, the first thing they did was they took God out. And once God was removed, then kids were taught a different ideology. And then the sooner they can get kids away from their parents and the least involved they can keep the parents with the curriculum, the more they can brainwash them. So they've removed family. God and family were removed. Then they vilified our family founding fathers. They tear down statutes. They've just perverted history. And so then they've turned them against their own country. So the most critical core values that we have of God They took him out of school, family, they've removed parents, and country, they've rewritten history to make our country sound evil. So then what do we have? We have a multi-generation of kids that went through the educational system that one can't take care of themselves because they're not learning the critical things to help them be independent self-reliant, and they hate America. And that's... Yes. Pretty much,
0: that's the reason that's when that's I lost so- when I lost my job in radio because I said no to that. Um, and I, we started our podcasts. I just sat on my back porch one night and I said, "What? What is it that you want me to do? Where do you want me to? Where is it that you want me to go?" Because I'm throwing 30 years—I've been forced to throw almost 30 years of my radio career away over a freaking lie, over this vaccination mandate.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I promised God that night. Whatever you do, wherever you take me, wherever it is that you want me to be, I'm going to put you front and center. That's why, whenever we don't have special guests like today, uh, we usually begin our uh, our podcast with a moment of faith. I'm not a pastor, not a priest, not a preacher, nor is she, but it's the right thing to do. Society is beyond dark right now. Yeah, there is there is it's no longer Republican Democrat. There is one party. Um. years ago you had two different you know you had you had republicans and democrats it's all organized crime yeah it's all one (laughs) big crime ring and it's good against evil and um i i'm choosing i'm choosing god and that's why he leads um every podcast that we do with the exception of when we have special guests so we can dive right into the conversation
1: yeah but um you're exactly
0: right they took god out and look at the demoralization of humanity. It's disgusting. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, you don't behave like they do in Chicago and Philadelphia and Detroit and all these inner cities if you have faith in your life. Right. I mean, if you had something or some higher power that you were ultimately going to be held accountable for, you don't behave like that. I mean, you just run willy-nilly like they do. And and to the people that haven't received Jesus Christ as their Lord
0: and Savior yet or they're on the fence... Um or the let me let me talk specifically to the people that have leaned away from God their entire life. How's that working for you? Right. Because the rest of us are actually happy. Uh we have hope. We have uh we we love family and life is actually really cool, we're really good. Uh we enjoy hunting and fishing, we enjoy camping. There's the little things in life we still enjoy, well, but we yet, enjoy
2: the fruits of our labor because we know what our purpose is.
0: But you know? yet those people that are leaning that way and won't re won't accept God into their life um man you look miserable
1: yeah you're right and you know you just look at some of these protests right uh, and i hate to you know and i you know say donald trump but i'm a huge trump fan of course and last night he announced he's going to run and i couldn't be happier because when Donald Trump threw his hat in the ring. The Republicans hated him and the Democrats hated him. I said, wow, he must be doing something right. Because when the deep state, you use that term earlier, uh, there's a reason they must hate him. you know. And I think mm-hmm. it boils down to some evil globalism that's, that's going on. And Trump, he's willing to buck that trend. But when percent. you look at the protests, the people that are there protesting Trump, they don't look like people I hang around with. I'm not trying to be cruel. I'm just saying. And then you look at the, the young people and the other people at the Trump rallies. And they look like people that I hang around with. And if I don't, I would. And I always told my kids, you know, you are who you hang around with. Yes. We you know, it you all just it look at It's crazy. it's but just always, crazy. We say,
2: if you, lie down with, if you lay down with dogs, you're going to get fleas. You know, you got to really watch who you're hanging around with.
0: On a positive note, this is just basic uh, observation skills. Look at the people. Look at the amount of people. I mean, we are the silent majority. You've got to know that. When Trump does a rally, how many people show up? Mm -hmm. We don't know because there's not enough space inside to allow them all in. And the other side, whether it's Biden or Obama, whoever, they can't fill a gymnasium
1: at a small town high school. No, you're right. I've been and to many Trump rallies. If you've never been, you should go. It's an event. We've been to uh, right-leaning rallies.
0: Actually, everyone showed up at Donald Sr. Uh, all of his kids were there, and it was, it was Freedom Fest in northern Kentucky, about a half hour we have 10 south of us. On the topic
1: um, of Kentucky, how's, how's your boy Mitch doing down there?
0: <laughs> I don't have a boy named Mitch.
2: <laughs> now we've got DeWine. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: we've got well, DeWine, and uh, I guess he's the lesser uh, of a bunch of evils, but not huge fans here.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I just, you know, one thing I do like uh, that's going on now is I think at least people are showing their true colors. Yes. You know, these Trump bashers and some of these rhinos that you see and you find out that their kids are actually on the same board, you know, the Carey's and the Romney's and yeah. the Hunter mm-hmm. Biden's of the world, and they're all working together. And then you saw where uh, Bush went on a little tour with Obama, and they're talking about uh, the disinformation that goes on. I was very curious to see if they were going to talk about the weapons of mass destruction that the Bush administration lied about, or they were going to talk about the disinformation we got with regard to Fast and Furious and You know, the killing of Officer Terry Downs, I mean, you know, I mean, these people right in front of your very eyes, they will walk out, they will lie, smile, walk off. And unfortunately, because of the dumbing down of America, a lot of these young people and even, you know, older people that have drank this Kool-Aid for so long, they go...
0: Okay. Yeah. They've been conditioned to think what's coming out of that news broadcast is real news. You know,
2: we're crazy for following and looking at doctors who actually have no vested interest in something. There's no conflict of interest. There's no, you know, when we read reports and like, because I I'm in the kind of in the medical field and have dealt with my daughter with her health problems. You know, we were looked at as crazy because well, what do you mean? Like, well, did you look at who the authors of that study were? Do you know who they are? Do you know who funds them? Do you know who, where they've worked? Well, no. Okay, then don't don't show me something when you didn't look into who that came from. Right. That's that's that that right there is a conflict of interest. And that tells me that is null and void information. And I don't I'm not even gonna look at it.
1: Because it's a conflict of interest. Yes, but yeah. we're
2: looked at as you're crazy. Yep. Why wouldn't you vaccinate yourself? Why wouldn't you vaccinate your children? Why would you not go by with what they say? Well, you have to you have to get your kids vaccinated in order to go to school. Like, no, that just tells me you're misinformed. No, you don't. Um,
0: when their it, research went no further than the newscast or
2: TikTok, mm-hmm.
0: disgusts me. That's yeah. you're going to put a foreign substance into your body because some dude named Fauci on TV, who you just, by the way, became familiar with in the last two years. You know, she's been telling me about uh, Fauci for the last decade and a half. And yep. all the torture he put the uh, the AIDS HIV patients through. Yep. And yep. so that concern. You bring, my concern. You bring that Dan. up, and they're like, "Wait, what? Like, stop comp. Stop. <laughs> Go to the library, man. Pick pick up some. I don't even know if they have it at the library." Last night's episode of The Night Renewed. Ted said everything the Democratic Party stands for is toxic to freedom. I would imagine you agree. Shouldn't that apply to the Republican politicians? I don't want to say Republicans, but the Republican politicians, because they're they're members of, like we said, the same crime ring. Um, and is this the reason that Donald Trump is hated by the same people that just a few years back wanted, wanted to get up, you know, buddy-buddy with him and take a picture of him, and suddenly he's the bad guy? Did yep. he not just basically ruin their cakewalk?
1: Yeah, listen, I said recently the exact same thing, Matt, on the nightly news. And I told Ted, I said, I agree with you 99.9% of the time, but I'm going to take exception with you when you say the Democrats and blame them alone as being toxic. Because if you sit here and you look at Mitch McConnell spending $6 million in Alaska, not for the Republican candidate, but for his handpicked Rhino Lisa Murkowski running as an independent. When you look at the funding that Mitch McConnell pulled out of certain states and pulled in pushed into others simply because he didn't want a Trump backed candidate to win, I can tell you personally, here in the state of Kansas, my good friend Chris Kobach, who just won the Kansas Attorney General seat, actually got more votes, I believe, than the governor did. Um, When he was running for U.S. Senate in the primary, Mitch McConnell dumped in millions of dollars against him for Roger Marshall because he knew he couldn't control Chris Kobach. And so I pointed out to to Ted that don't blame Democrats. Blame these anti-American sell-your-soul-for-money-over-everything globalists Mm -hmm. that fall in both parties. And the thing that we're seeing right now because of Trump running and these people turning on Trump now is at least we see everyone's true colors. And it's like the Revolutionary War. You know, when redcoats were coming at you, you knew to shoot at the redcoat. When we got into these guerrilla wars where you couldn't really tell who was who and you had to hesitate for a second, that's really where we've been here for a bit in American politics. What Trump's done is he's come out and now, you know, the redcoats. It's pretty simple. I think Trump himself got fooled by a few of these deep state oh, definitely. actors. Yeah.
0: definitely. Um,
1: but I think, you know, it's just like everything else. You know, you learn, you learn with victory, you learn with defeat, you learn with good and you learn with bad. Well, um, when and people I think show you, you who
2: they truly are, you need to believe them. You know, that's when they show you their actions, you have to believe them that that is how they truly are and not, oh, well, maybe. No, that is it. Right, You have and, to believe them.
1: And I'm not going to just say yes, because it's the path of least resistance. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be, as Ted says, what our founding fathers expected of me. They wanted me to be distrustful of government. That's how they wrote the Constitution. That's why they gave us the Second Amendment, so we could protect ourselves against An unfettered tyrannical government. And so, um, look, I'm not going to just say okay. I'm not going to do it. And I think there's a lot of Americans out there that we look across the horizon and we see voter fraud, uh, we see corruption, we see money laundering running through the Ukraine. I mean, the list is so long. (laughs) Your podcast isn't long enough to cover them. But I, for one, am not going to just say okay. I am going to continue to push back. I'm going to raise hell. I'm going to use both of the middle fingers God gave me to their maximum capacity. And uh, we'll see what happens. You have been hanging with Ted for a while. Haven't you? Well,
0: you know,
2: <laughs> if there's ever anything that we can do for you to be of service, please, you know, let us know. Yes. I don't know what it is. You need phone calls made, whatever, please reach out and let us know. Or for another sure.
1: half hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah. sounds like you guys are already doing the right thing. I mean, when you um, open your podcast with faith, And then you talk about right versus wrong, good versus evil. There's nothing more you can do.
0: Um, Did you find uh, one last thing? Did you find any significance with yesterday, Donald Trump announcing rerunning, being on the 245th anniversary of the authoring of the the U.S. of the first U.S. Constitution? I was kind of hoping there was going to be more than, hey, I'm running again. I was hoping, hey, December 1st, I'm taking over because I'm still really the president.
1: Yeah, you know, I, like, I think, please let that be it. you know, I mean, I think there was a lot of that talk that went around and the QAnon phenomena and all that. But for me, and I'm good at a few things, but getting water back from under the bridge isn't one of my talents. And so all I can say is that going forward tomorrow and the next day and the next week and the next month and everything that leads up to there'll be critical elections in some states in 2023. And then, of course, the ever critical Presidential election in 2024. I'm not going to leave anything on the table. And I can tell you guys at hunternation.org and at huntthevote.org, we're going to do everything we can to get hunters out to vote. And I would just say, if you want to help us, please, if your listeners, your viewers would go to hunternation.org, huntthevote.org, and you recognize that we're trying to do our mission is so perfect and you can financially help us. If you're listening to this and you say, oh my gosh, How can I help? Well, obviously go to HunterNation.org and donate, become a member, become an active participant at today's modern day bridge Concord bridge.
0: Uh, Keith, Mark, thank you so much. Please uh, give our best to Ted. Um, And we're, we're going to continue to check you out on uh, the nightly news. And like he said, HunterNation.org and HuntTheVote.org. Um, I want to chat with you just a second off the air, if you don't mind. No problem, uh, Matt.
1: Teresa, you guys are doing a great job. Thanks for having me. Thank Thank you. you. Mr. Keith Mark, check
0: him out. And uh, Ted Nugent as well. Thank you.